Friday, August 18th, 2023, and this is episode 498 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's Coffee with Brian. It's a daily morning chat, but it's a special Friday morning. It's Friday, so it's it's the 10K giveaway, but today it is no longer the 10K giveaway. We've had a couple weeks of buildup, so now we're sitting at the 30 k giveaway so thirty thousand satoshis to give out today if uh if we can get 10 people to uh, join in on this morning drawing so we'll see how that happens that'll happen towards the end of the show probably in the last five minutes or so give enough people to get in uh as long as you register you don't need to be here to win i will get a hold of you if i can't get a hold of you then i'll just put it back in the pod if you win and you don't want it enough to get a hold of me to get it then uh yeah, we'll just give it to somebody else. But anyway, let's get that hashtag up here in a second. Let me grab a sip. Ah, let's get that hashtag up for today, and then we'll get rolling. Hashtag for today. We got a big uh, episode coming up on Monday night, so I thought I would go with hashtag 500 shows. 500 shows is the hashtag to get into the 30k giveaway uh at the end of the show so all you have to do is drop hashtag 500 500 s-h-o-w-s 500 shows in the comments in the live youtube stream twitch stream um facebook stream or twitter i think also works so uh yeah i don't know i uh i rarely get a, a comment on twitter i don't know if it actually feeds in if you can actually feed into the live uh, broadcast or not. So I don't know. We will uh, we will find out. I uh, I do know that Twitch, uh, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube all work for uh, gathering. So, hey, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Just Red Farms, 500 shows. Thanks for logging in, man. I appreciate it. And uh, I see you there a little early this morning, out on the roads, back at it, hard at work. Um, what? Do I have in the cup today? In the cup is um, pretty much the end of my um, silver bullet blend bag for this week. Uh, for this round, I think I have probably a half a French press left. So this is where it gets interesting. I uh, I get so many different types of coffee from Brian for my um, my C four club, my monthly coffee membership, and uh, I get like nine and some change presses out of a pound. So Ryan's always generous, always make sure you have at least a pound in your bag. Usually it's a little bit more. And I'm talking like uh, amount of grams. So I weigh out 49 to 51 grams per French press of beans. And then I grind them. So when it all adds out, uh, give or take a little bit over a pound, and that that 49 to 51 i'll end up with like you know 15 20 30 grams left it's not enough for a whole whole french press i uh i'm a big fan of uh, making it consistent that's why i use a scale uh and weigh the coffee every day uh if i'm within two grams i'm pretty sure i'm not going to be able to tell the taste difference somebody might be able to but i'm not uh and so but significant half half or less, or even two thirds or less, uh, I'll be able to tell the difference. So I always try to figure out and and match the next coffee. Not the same. I do have some more silver bullet blend, but that's getting stashed away for a for a probably a rainy day. I guess I don't mind rainy days all that much, but maybe a day where I need a little uh, pick me up. I guess. Uh, but I try to find, I go through everything I have, and I try to rotate through, so I'm not drinking the same thing week after week after week. I try to find something and mix it together with that uh, with that previous bag. And uh, I don't know, maybe I'm coming up with new blends for uh, Brian, and I should uh, be recording what I mix together. What's good and what's not. I mean, 
it's kind of like saying um, something I really enjoy is bad. Because even when it's mixed, even when it's not exactly the blend that Brian put out as the artisan he is, uh, it's it's perfectly great. But I like to play little games. <laughs> anyway, good morning, Philippine Nomad. How we doing? Uh, good evening, I guess. How was your day? Uh, thanks for joining us last night on uh, on lots to talk about with Drake Knight in Knight in Hessler Hessler. Um, great chat. Enjoyed talking with them. Uh, really cool dude and. Uh, had more in common than we thought when we got talking before the show we ended up finding out that uh he's a he's a full-time nomad as of now um he's in bali so in bali he's gonna be there for a little longer and then he's heading to south africa i believe uh all sorts of uh fun stuff so different type of nomad than we are but uh still a nomad the same and we have that bond uh and we talked about why he took off and stuff off air off air uh, the show was great, though. Lots of great information for small business owners, entrepreneurs, or anybody like that that's looking to get an edge up on uh, really how to dial in, dial in a couple things. One, uh, your your ideal clients, and uh, and two, what what you really should be focused on in your business. So it's worth a listen. It's worth a listen. It's worth the hour and all that you're gonna have to pay to listen to it for sure, for sure. So. Morning, Blakesley Acres. How's it going? Uh, lots of stuff going on there. I see at your place, uh, barn raisings and uh, and business formations and all sorts of stuff in the works. It's uh, it's pretty cool to watch, man. It's pretty cool to watch. And um, uh, good morning, K Bonk. <laughs> How we doing? How we doing? Anyway, guys, be sure to enter into that 5K giveaway or 10K giveaway that's actually 30K giveaway this morning. All you have to do is enter hashtag 500 shows in the comments. In the comments on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and uh, possibly Twitter. We are not sure. So uh, 500 shows is that hashtag to get in to win yourself a little bit of uh, a little bit of Bitcoin bling. Anyway, let's get into that perfect cup question of the day for Friday roll through that, get through the history. And um, yeah, I got uh, I got some random stuff to talk about today. But uh, hold on one sec. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Man. I can usually uh, usually catch it in time to uh, mute it and get off the screen. But holy crap, that came out of nowhere this morning. So wow. Wow. All right. Perfect cup time. Perfect cup time. All right, it's time for the 145th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. Not only the place for the Perfect Cup, but all the important links for the show, the blog post link, the item of the day, and especially the Perfect Cup question. Perfect Cup question of the day today was, what is one thing that you, ooh, what is one thing that you are curious or passionate about and want to learn more about? What is one thing that you are curious or passionate about that you want to learn more or uh, find out more about? Let's see. Um, I could have filled the whole segment. That's that's who I am. That is one of my struggles in life. Um, I guess it's a uh, it's one of those double edged swords. I really latch onto things. I get interested. I get curious in uh, in new things, and then I start looking at them. And some I go down the rabbit hole and never stop. Um, some I get bored with real quick, and they just go on a list. Some pique my interest enough to look into later. But literally on here, there are several lists of things, um, both short-term, mid-term, and long-term that I want to learn about, that I, I have enough interest in that I will pursue more knowledge, whether that be seriously or, or just in passing. But yeah, several, several sticky pad lists on my phone that I have. Uh, that I look at often and, and edit and add to all the time. Uh, Gingerbread Farm says polymeth. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, 
let's uh, let's see the answers that came in. I mean, I'll start with mine right at the very moment. I I um, I literally went what I'm actually working on learning right now. <laughs> so that's that's the most in time, real time thing uh, I would have to say is growing pod my podcast, growing social media and video. Um, being better at podcasting itself, like the actual production, not production, but um, structure, things of that nature, and uh, AI, uh, AI and how it integrates into both all the stuff I just mentioned, but just normal life, day-to-day, day-to-day shit you got to get done and whatever, and how to integrate that. And um, yeah, anything about AI is really interesting me uh, and always uh, digging in more into crypto. So that's my list right now that I'm I'm currently working on is basically full blast on the podcast. I do have some side burner projects doing uh, some digging into biochar, and um, I'm not really researching uh, into comfrey much, but I'm uh, I am researching into it to uh, dot my eyes and cross my T's on the whole uh, book project that's that's uh, that's in the works. So. Um, uh, Brian Norton weighed in with uh, e, uh, e Vitals. Um, excuse me, vertical takeoff and landing non-fixed wing aircraft is what that um, that stands for. Basically, drones, human drones. Uh, he says, I believe drone travel to be the future. I want to open the first garage for human-sized drones at my farm. And since we are going to get way into battery tech, might as well make an electric car chop and speed shop while I'm at it. Uh, his secret goal is to be one of the first to run a drone taxi company in Seattle, but lots of tech billionaires to compete with out here. So maybe just get the, get in the game is good enough. We'll see. Uh, yeah, human drone stuff is, is really interesting. I was actually just watching a video of a guy... Um, on TikTok, it came up where he he actually held on to the bottom of a of, of a significantly sized drone. Um, this isn't anything people would be doing. He was just like hanging out the bottom of it, but it, it lifted a decent sized man, um, no problem, right off the ground. Flew him around a little bit. He obviously needed the arm and core strength to hold on, but it was um, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. It didn't struggle at all. It was um, as if I was flying my little video drone around. So. I don't think it's far off at all, at all. I'm pretty sure um, over in Dubai, they got some crazy stuff going on with with drones at the moment. So I guess we're not going to call them drones. We're going to call them Eve Battels. <laughs> anyway, Pip weighed in. Pip, always the, the adamant polymath, says, uh, learning better ways to organize and warehouse parts and be efficient in the placement of said parts to be used inside the repair shop or wholesale parts for delivery. Uh, he says, studying a parts sales pattern, vehicle popularity, part size, and a few other things is interesting to me. Almost a big puzzle to figure out. I found a few parts departments podcasts. Parts Hold is one of them that have confirmed several ideas that I've guessed at. Another reason is changing a part description from hood to hood, hood dash hood to hood dash challenger 18 plus helps a good bit when trying to find a part. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. Um, we talked about this yesterday, Pip, didn't we? <laughs> I don't think we need to hash down that road again. Uh, it was great having the discussion with you, man, and uh, and rolling through uh, that thought exercise. So I appreciate your time and uh, any any conversation we have. I think helps both ends. But anyway, keep plugging away, man, at that uh, at that thing, and um, good luck. <laughs> good luck, uh, Kyle. The back with Butcher weighed in, and he said he is looking into. Um, Genetics and breeding programs with different livestock. Uh, I, I just want to caution you to make sure you ask them first before breeding them. Um, but yeah, did you pay attention in high school biology? Because that'll help a ton. That'll help a ton. When we got in, uh, when we got into rabbits, and we started wanting to go down the road of. Uh, of our own breeding program and our own lineage. And we started looking at pedigreed rabbits and, and kind of 
figuring out how to get the traits we wanted and, and get away from the traits we didn't want. And I started looking into genetics and, oh man, it all came rushing back. It all came rushing back. Uh, genetics uh, squares where you are doing the crosses and, oh yeah, it, it didn't take much of a refresher and I was back on the horse, but yes, it is definitely all um, recessive and uh, dominant genes. And it gets messy. It gets messy. We uh we we had we were on a really good path with that with our rabbits, and uh, then we decided we didn't want to do rabbits anymore. So that kind of went out the window. But definitely doable and um, understandable through uh, some pretty basic science. So good luck with that, Kyle. Uh, Canadian Farmstead also weighed in, and he uh, he wants to look into blacksmithing. Blacksmithing is his new uh, his new passion, his new project. Uh, I guess you get that greenhouse up and you got to come up with something. And what else, what else is better to do up there in Canada where it gets cold than, uh, the stoke up a fire and, uh, beat on some metal. Hold on guys. One second again. All right. All right. I am back. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm sorry. Um, all sorts of distraction going on this morning. I got a motorcycle tearing down the road this morning at uh, at quarter after six. What's that all about? And uh, Jesus, I can't stop sneezing. I'm pretty sure I got a dog hair just jammed right up in the top of my nose. So if I randomly just have to dive out of the screen to uh, to sneeze, I'm, I'm saving your eardrums. But anyway, Canadian Farm says said blacksmithing. And uh, I, I got into uh, a kick on that for just a little bit. I had a neighbor that uh, got into it a little bit and then really got out of it. And I mentioned it to him one day in passing at the gas station. And he's like, yeah, what a fucking waste of money. <laughs> so <laughs> it is, it is what it is. Um, and uh, it's definitely interesting, definitely interesting. And depending on what you have as far as needs for the products you're going to put out can be very uh, valuable, valuable skill for sure. And yes, Gingerbread Farm says talk to uh, talk to Chris Dixon, and uh, Chris makes some phenomenal stuff um, out of his out of his forge. So check that out. Uh, let's go over to the comments. Uh, K Bonk says squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Yeah, yeah, K Bonk. That is definitely the feeling some days. Um, James says electric cars are awesome, and but the infrastructure not so much. Yeah, that's always that's going to be the lag. The the infrastructure and the capacity, I think, is is an issue. I mean, if you look around right now, if you look around right now, um, you have places drowning out every day because of air conditioners. All right, let's take all the gas vehicles off the road and put those on the power grid and um, and see what happens. Not saying that it isn't achievable. That's not that's not the point I'm getting at. But currently just the basics of charging the electric vehicles let alone um the issues with range and and things with that with the vehicles themselves but just the the mere fact of added load on the grid on a on an extremely hot summer day with air conditioning and it can't handle it or barely handle it um how do you add in the charging of every single vehicle like go out on the street and count how many cars you see go down even a semi busy street in an hour. Now make them all electric and put them up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So it is what it is. I don't know. I don't know the solution. I I think um, even if you had more power production, I don't think the backbone is going to handle it. I don't think that the the wiring is there. I don't say the wiring, but just the the physical infrastructure. Even if you put up bigger power plants, there wouldn't be any way to distribute it to the vehicles. So that's what I got. Um, Gingerbread Farms has a solar system set up with his car that's uh, that's pretty sweet that uh, allows him to uh, pretty much not worry about the grid and things when charging his car. So that is definitely a thing, but where he's running into a problem is like a long trip now. Um, he's only got a certain range from his house. So we'll see. We'll see. Sorry about that. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Got down a, a rabbit hole weird on a uh, episode about uh, being a polymath and things of that nature. It goes down a rabbit hole. So um, 
let's see anyway yes that was uh that was another episode of the perfect cup uh a daily question and my thoughts and the and the feedback from the audience you can find it every day posted in the telegram channel at t.me slash lots chat t.me slash lots chat and now let's get back to the main show Gingerbread Farm says local generation fixes many problems, not just cars. Yeah, um, local as in very micro local, like house by house. Or are you talking local like every every town has a power, um, like a power substation? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Pickle Pete, how are we doing? 30K giveaway uh, hashtag is hashtag 500 shows. 500 500 shows 500 shows 30k gingerbread says me and my neighbor yeah uh, that speaks actually to a lot of um a lot of things man you said local production fixes a lot of issues and it does it really um food security uh electricity it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Islanding. Yeah, for sure. I had a vision and actually some, some notebook plans talking about the perfect cup question being, um, going down rabbit holes of interest. I got into really looking into wood gas for a long time. Cause I was working at, um, working at that, um, plastic startup. And it was the same process basically as the plastic pyrolysis was, um, wood pyrolysis and, and wood gas. And I found a plans um, to retrofit an old carbureted engine to run on the wood gas for power generation. And so you made a gasifier, the wood gas went into the, the engine, um, and then you could use the auxiliary pulleys and belts and, um, and rotors and stuff on the engine to drive auxiliary things. Um, one of which being an auto feeder for the wood gasifier, one being a almost an auto um, auto splitter for the gasifier. Uh, it was all kind of laying out. It would have been an interesting build for sure. And uh, I mean, tracking down the engine, it would have been a long term project. But basically um, making your own power generation, your own power generation plants in my backyard running off wood gas not very efficient not not the most energy you're going to get but uh at the time i was doing the calculations i figured you could do a significant amount of your own power that would um that would happen gingerbread farm says steam would be way more efficient yeah but um i was thinking i was i'm not wasn't sure on the water source and i was i was working in pyrolysis so i understood the system and how to build and the efficiencies and the uh, inefficiencies of it. So there was that. That was uh, that was a project that I was I was um, very interested in, but knew my limitations and never even went down that line to uh, to st even attempt to start it. So there is that. There is that. They're going to use a lot of the same principles in the biochar project. I'm kind of piddling at, and uh, we'll get moved to the front burner a little little later down the road. So. Anyway, we're running a little late today. Let's get to that. Uh, let's get to the history segment. Get through that and uh, and roll into the rest of the show. All right, everybody. Let's hit lots of history real quick uh, for August eighteenth, twenty twenty three. August eighteenth, twenty twenty three. Lots of history. Here we go. Happy Friday, humans. We have made it to the two hundred thirtieth day of twenty twenty three. And those last 135 days will go by quick, so hold on tight. Pip is betting on Bitcoin. Pip's guess at 3.39 p.m. of what the price of Bitcoin will be come Friday morning is $28,390.42. It's on sale, everyone. It's on sale. Brian's notes this morning at 5.58, even more on sale at Showtime, $26,463.70 cents by the dip by the dip went down a good uh, eight to ten percent yesterday by the dip 
Um, let's get to history. This day, August 18th, 1783, a huge fireball meteor is seen across Great Britain as it passes over the East Coast. The event occurred between 2115 and 2130 hours on 18th of August, 1783, a clear, dry night. Analysis of the observation has indicated that the meteor entered Earth's atmosphere over the North Sea before passing over the east coast of Scotland, England, and English Channel. It finally broke up after a passage within the atmosphere and around a thousand miles uh, over southwest France or northern Italy. Pip's wandering thoughts, whoa, what if the meteor was supposed to be a life-ending event that should have hit the Earth and the next evolution of the dominant species would be up to bat? You never know, man. You never know. And that thing could have been like the size of a bowling ball. Um, from what I understand, man, even the smallest thing entering the atmosphere makes a big old bright splash in the sky. Uh, August 18th, 1838, the Wilkes Expedition, which would explore the Puget Sound and Antarctica, weighs anchor at Hampton Roads. The United States Exploring Expedition of 1838 to 1842 was an exploring and surveying expedition of the Pacific Ocean and the surrounding lands connect, conducted by the United States. Originally, the expedition was under the command of Com Commodore Jones, but he resigned in November 1837, frustrated with all the procrastination. Secretary of War Joel Roberts Poisent is in April 1838, then assigned command to Wilkes after more senior officers refused the command. Wilkes had a reputation of hydrography, geodesy, and magnetism. Additionally, Wilkes had received mathematics training from Nathaniel Bowditch's triangulation methods from Ferdinand Hassler and geomagnetism from James Renwick. Pips notes, how do they name a place Rhodes in 1800? Antarctica, I mean, Pip keeps reading. The body of water known as Hampton Roads is the one of the world's largest natural harbors, more accurately, a roadstead or roads. Ah, now we get it. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, this day, August 18th, 1868, French astronomer Pierre Janssen discovers helium. That's a, that's a, um, that is definitely, uh, definitely a good invention. R. Jansen and Lockyer observed independently a yellow line in the solar spectrum that did not match any other element. However, only Lockyer made the correct conclusion that it was due to a new element. Years later, after the isolation of argon on Earth, Ramsey, Cleave, and Langlet observed independently helium trapped in the clivet. Pips notes the invention was not the invention that was not mentioned, the rapid white flag deployment device, the helium balloon was designed to raise the surrender flag quicker. That's absolutely not true. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. 30K giveaway lightning today, but uh, in this day, August 18th, 1937, a lightning strike starts the Blackwater Fire of 1937 in the Shoshone Shoshone National Forest, prompting the United States Forest Service to develop their smoke jumper program. The fire quickly spread into the dense forest, creating spot fires that trapped some of the firefighters in the firestorm. Nine firefighters died during the during the fire, and six more died shortly after from severe burns and respiratory complications. Another 38 firefighters were injured. The fire killed more professional wildland firefighters in the U.S. than any other in the 103-year Years between the Great Fire of 1910 and the Yarnell Hill Fire in 2013. Investigations and analysis of the event led the USFS to develop better ways to provide more immediate response to combat fires. One of them was to develop a smoke jumper program in 1939. Additionally, the 10 standard firefighting orders, a standardized set of wildland firefighting principles, were developed um, in 1957 a year after the tragedy, survivors and their fellow employees constructed several monuments at the scene of the incident. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. The, the smoke jumpers, the fires, man, Canada is on fire right now. So pff, let it burn. I'm pretty sure nature says we make it ready to burn. We burn it and it, it regenerates itself, reseeds itself and uh, comes back. Then doesn't it burn? It doesn't burn for a long time until it dies again. 
weird. It's almost like self-medicating. August 18th, 1976, Korean axe murder incident in uh, Pamajuma results in the death of two Army officers. The killing of two U.S. Army officers, Captain Arthur Boniface and First Lieutenant Mark Barrett, uh, by North Korean soldiers on August 18th, uh, 1976, in the jointly secured area in the Korean military zone, uh, demilitarized zone, excuse me, the U.S. Army officers had been part of a work party cutting down a poplar tree in the JS uh, the JSA. Three days later, American and South Korean forces launched Operation Paul Bunyan, an operation to cut down the tree down the tree with a show of force to intimidate North Korea into backing down, which occurred. North Korea then accepted responsibility for the earlier killings. North Koreans said that the tree had been planted by their leader Kim to Song, Kim Il Song, or uh, you know, they're all they're, they all have the same name. Oh, 2005, let's see, 18, uh, August 18, 2005, massive power blackout hits the Indonesian island of Java, affecting almost 100 million people. It is one of the largest, most widespread power outages in history. A transmission line between um, two cities, both in West Java, failed at 1023 local time. This led to a cascade cascading failure that shut down two units of the power station in East Java and six units of the power station in West Java. No more power in Java. Happy birthdays. Who was born today? Meriwether Lewis in 1774. Uh, Marshall Fields in 1834. Yes, Marshall Fields as in the store. Uh, Margaret Murray in 1902. Uh, Max Factor Jr., American businessman in 1904. Uh, Clara Dan von Neumann, Hungarian computer scientist and programmer in 1911. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, Robert Redford was born this day in 1936. Patrick Swayze, 1952. John Schwartz, American drummer and producer from the Weird Al Yankovic uh, in 1956. Dennis Leary was also born in 1957. Jesus, a lot of interesting actors and comedians this day. Everlast, American singer and rapper, born in 1969. Some Polish mixed martial arts, arts artists that Pip, uh, Pip chose uh, passings this day. 1440, Pope Sixtus III. 1276, Pope Adrian V. 1503, Pope Alexander VI. And 1559, Pope Paul IV. Jesus, it's not a good day to be Pope. If you got Pope in your name today, watch out. Uh, 1886, Eli Whitney Blake died. Walter Chrysler in 1940. Uh, B.F. Skinner in 1990. And uh, uh, David Peacall in 2001. Holidays today, we have Arbor Day in Pakistan. Armed Forces Day in North Macedonia. Birthday of Virginia Dare in Roanoke Island. Constitution Day in Indonesia, Long Tan Day, also called Vietnam Veterans Day in Australia, and National Science Day in Thailand. Go out and have a decent day that ends in Y. Why? Because some S S some S S to G D. I believe Pip is saying there's some shit that has to get done. Cheers and happy weekend and buy the bitcoins. Bit from Pip from Dumption Cups reminding you to uh something. Here's my letter. Let's go salad bar. Have a great weekend. Pip wanders off into the night. Thanks, Pip, for that history segment. Guys, if you enjoy the history segment, you enjoy the little nuggets of history that Pip throws out there before he goes and eats his salad nuggets. Check out DuctionCups.com slash lots for all your Duction Cup needs. Gingerbread Farm says, let's, uh, let's mix firefighting with parachuting. What could go wrong? yeah no shit no shit um everybody looks like they are realizing that um that bitcoin is on sale pip says he just grabbed some more sats k bonk says variable dca them sats if you don't know what that means um dollar cost averaging set your date set your amount uh well set your frequency set your amount if it's daily weekly monthly uh, if it's a dollar, uh, $10, and do it. Don't look at the price. Just do it. Just buy it. Eventually, you'll come out ahead. It all averages out. It's called dollar cost averaging. 
just buy, buy, add to the stack on a regular frequency at a regular amount, and you will come out ahead. Usually. <laughs> no guarantees. No guarantees. Oh, Courage Wood Studio, welcome to the show. Thanks for stopping in and uh, and dropping in that hashtag. Um, Pickle Pete says he sprung out, of, sprung out of bed at 420. Weird, weird. Hmm, interesting. What else we got going on here? All right, what's on the list, guys? What's on the list? We're coming into Friday. I, I want to talk about next week. I want to talk about um, Miwi and something that Corey noticed on TikTok yesterday that she brought to my attention. I hadn't noticed it yet. Maybe you have, uh, but I think it is a sign of things to come. <coughs> so next week, let's start with next week. So next week, Monday night is episode 500 of this show. That's a lot, I think. I mean, a lot for some, way more than some, uh, way less than others. But I think it's a significant, uh, I think it's a significant amount of episodes. I think it's a significant amount of repetition. And um, I, I think it's a nice round number to evaluate things. I, I'm a big on um, round numbers and and benchmarks and evaluating and regrouping. And giving time, giving things time to, to work or not work. Um, I've made a couple of significant changes in the show over the time, over the time that I've done it. Uh, one, splitting out that interview and putting them on the weekend, weeknights and doing the morning show. Uh, the time has gotten longer. The format has changed here and there. 500, man, I think I'm doing, I think I'm going to make a wholesale change. I think I'm going to, to change up a lot of things. Uh, really, really kind of took some time, uh, probably too much time. I probably took too much time uh, evaluating and uh, trying to make a decision because I think it's not going to happen until the following Monday. I think uh, next week's going to be a transition week. I think it's going to be pretty much the same every day uh, as it's been, but small incremental changes over the week. And then the following Monday, so that would be... Let's see, uh, August 28th. August 28th, I was looking at the calendar. September 1st is a Friday. It's not like a great launch day for a new show, this and that. Um, Monday night's 500. Then I'd start on Tuesday because I'm going to talk about some things on Monday night. 28th it is, guys. Um, what a better day to do it than the day that it just needs to be done. Uh, I just didn't get done in time to make this transition on Monday with, uh, with 500 coming up. So. There's a lot of planning and shuffling and things that are going to happen to the show to make it uh, make it more enjoyable, I think, make it uh, easier, easier to find, uh, more topical and, um, and just overall better, overall better, I think, for the audience and and for me, too, really. Uh, a lot of it has to do with workflow on the back end that you'll never even that you'll never see notice or uh, know that change. So. There is that. So that's episode 500. I think the title, I haven't quite put everything together yet, but I think the title for Monday night is going to be, uh, man, really lessons from 500 episodes of a podcast uh, from from just grabbing the microphone, uh, the $40 microphone and the laptop and saying, well, fuck it, I got to do it because I've committed myself to doing other show, another show. Uh, that's how I really finally got myself to to start my own show. Uh, and and start talking consistently was um, was getting myself committed to something else, and so going from that to this morning, where there's segments, there's people submitting things. There's uh, it's an hour show. It went from 15 minutes to an hour over 500 episodes, which I'm more than comfortable with 500. Uh, more than comfortable with an hour, actually. Uh, that's built into the new format that I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with that. Uh, that's going to be the target. Um, if it falls a little short, it falls a little short. If it goes long because the topic is in depth and people want to continue to talk about it. Uh, I think I'm really going to open up more to, uh, audience interaction to drive live, uh, to drive live viewers. Um, 
it's tough. It's in the morning. It's uh, it's either too early uh, for people that are on the West Coast, and it's too late for people that are already in the office at seven o'clock uh, on the East Coast. So my target my target audience is that that Midwest, um, Central, and Mountain time zone. But we can have fun. We can have fun here in the morning too. Uh, it's not just a live show. The the podcast goes out too. So I'm I'm really thinking about the distribution of that and uh, the promotion of that. So it's it's a it's a some significant changes, but I don't think anybody listening isn't going to just be able to tune in at six a.m. and not recognize the show by any means. So that's that. Um, still a lot of work to do today through the weekend and then throughout next week to just uh, have it ready to go that following Monday. So. That's what's coming up, guys. Uh, working hard to make things better for you and me uh, and uh, make this happen and continue to go and improve as uh, we move from 500 to 1,000 and uh, and beyond, hopefully. Hopefully. I was doing the math in my head of when episode 1,000 would be if I stayed on my current schedule for any significant amount of time. And it's a while. It's a while. It's a couple of years or a year and a half, I think. Um, so I do seven episodes a week, seven times 52 is 300 and some, uh, 300 and some, uh, um, a year. So you can do the math. It's over a year of, uh, a year of consistent, consistent podcast. Uh, anyway, that's enough about that. That's, uh, more to come next week. Uh, probably lots of tidbits of, uh, and teasers on Monday night. And then you'll just have to wait the rest of the week and, uh, and see things change. Uh, anyway. Anyway, I'm done with MeWe. Uh, not quite yet. Not quite. Um, MeWe is what it is. When the huge original exodus happened from Facebook, and this was probably, wow, years, 2018, maybe. I didn't actually look how long my MeWe account had been open when I opened it. It was a long time ago, long time ago. And I was very active there for a while. I built uh, built a little bit of a community, um, dicked around with pages and um, and groups and this and that and the other thing. But um, it just, it kind of, I got over, I don't want to say I got over it. The more I used it and the longer I used it and the longer, and I think this has been, we've, we've talked about this on other um on other shows, on shows I've been a part of, um, group podcasts. I don't think I'm mentioning much about it here because I'm, I've been kind of over MeWe for a long time. Uh, I didn't like the layout when I first went there. I thought I would get used to it. Uh, it was the alternative at the time that I went uh, went away from Facebook. That was where you went. Uh, that was um, semi-active. And so I, I, I messed with it. I built it. Uh, I've been paying a buck a month for uh for a long time to have my podcast page there and you know i see that come out once a month i see it comes out of paypal it's a dollar like really it's it's a dollar or a dollar 99 or something it's it's not significant whatsoever but i see it come out and i'm like man i really i really should go look at um what that dollar is getting me and I went there and and it's it's not necessarily the fault of MeWe. It's my fault. It's my page. I didn't promote it as much as I could, but it was a drive-by stop on my posting every morning. It was just another tab to click on to copy and paste and hit post on all my posts. Uh, I really looked at the time amount that it took and that time amount isn't significant either. It's maybe, maybe for the four posts, uh, the four main posts I do for the show daily, uh, maybe a total of a minute to two minutes. But there was no, no interaction. I mean, I shouldn't say no. Um, limited at best and in streaks, even um, even at its best, it was in streaks of maybe a day, maybe here. Uh, I added up the time, I added up the interaction, and I added up the cost. And I said, yeah, this isn't worth my time. is isn't worth my time, my value, my money. Um, and so I canceled it. I canceled the subscription, which will shut down the page. And if I don't have the page, I don't need to go there. Um, the tab got closed. It'll be around for another till like the 25th. So if you are a MeWe only person, um, I would hate to lose you. I have plenty of other places you can find me, uh, plenty of alternative or mainstream places. 
uh, Telegram group, Telegram channel, uh, or excuse me, Telegram chat, Telegram channel, uh, Noster, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and um, yeah, it is it is what it is. Canadian Farm says says I use MeWe to steal memes. <coughs> yeah, I got uh, I got source for memes, dude. I I can I can let you in if you still use Facebook. Um, I found some groups and I have no idea how they're still even functioning. Um, without, uh, I, I, I think it's a bad, like if you're in those groups and you haven't got a 30 day ban from your posts, um, they look at you funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't need me. We for memes. I got them. I got that handled. But anyway, so I shut that down. It is what it is. They, they didn't innovate. MeWe didn't. MeWe didn't keep its its user base. I saw recently, in the last couple of weeks, some things changed. Like when I refreshed, the the fonts changed and a little bit changed. And I wasn't even interested. It had been so long, and. I Ah, then we're back. I had seen a new pop-up come um, new pop-up come up and the font had changed and I said, yeah, I don't know. Uh Gingerbread Farm says float. Um yeah, float was a uh float was a something. <laughs> I've gone down that road. I'm over it. That is a complete uh joke at the moment in my mind. Um, you know, bygones be bygones and bad decisions. Um, Pickle P says Rumble. My shit automatically goes to Rumble. I don't think I've opened Rumble in um, in weeks and months. I I got to the point where I could live stream there, and when I started doing it, it was just like that extra. Um, it was just like the extra. What do I want to say? Um, juice for no squeeze. When you post, when you go through the motions of sending your live stream there for three weeks on end and promoting that you're now there and you get a couple of watches, not even just the lives, but in general, I'm like, it's not, it's not worth the squeeze at this point. If there's a huge contingent of rumblers out there that really wants to participate in the show live, um, yeah, I, um, I can look at it, I guess, but the juice has got to be worth the squeeze, man. The juice has got to be worth it for sure. Uh, really driving in focus. That's part of the whole change with the show. Um, and um, and kind of re with the show, kind of re refocusing everything. Not refocus, not even recalibrating, just like dialing in on stuff that's already there, just moving some stuff out of the way to be more um, to be more productive on the things that uh, really matter. And it really spoke to, uh, it was an interesting time to have Drake on last night as we talked about um, uh, so some of the principles that he uses in finding clients. Uh, I was really seeing parallels to the, the processes I went through over the last couple of weeks and month, like the last month, really. It really started on our trip when we left for our trip to South Dakota is when this really started. Uh, I did a lot of contemplation on that trip in uh, in the time that I was not working. Um, there was a lot of contemplation and, um, and thought time into the directions we should go. I think it's uh, Scrambling that mentions all the time the, the three, um, it's, um, it's three hours, for three hours of planning is it three hours of planning for every hour of action it's got to be more than that that sounds right in my head but it seems on it doesn't seem right in my heart if that makes sense uh but yeah lots of contemplation before any moves are made um and this is where it ended up this is kind of this was the target monday was the target i'm gonna miss the the changing of the show by a week I will miss the the changing. Um, oh wow, we're gonna have somebody that's offering me the promotion of my channel on Twitch. I appreciate it. Um, if it's free, go ahead, just share it. 
share with everybody you know. Promote the shit out of it. Yeah. Anyway, sometimes you miss targets, but maybe that's the right thing that needed to happen. Um, let's see. So, yeah, moving on from MeWe. Moving on from MeWe. Nine to one, nine to one, nine hours of um, nine hours of planning for every hour of action. So I think I hit that for sure with this uh, this change. So anyway, real quick, one thing uh, before we hit the item of the day in the 10K giveaway. Let's see. Hold on. 10K giveaway. Oh, we have nine. We have nine entrants. Currently, we have uh, probably five or six minutes to uh, scramble up one giveaway entrant so we can give away the 30K this morning. Otherwise, it rolls into 40. Otherwise, it rolls into 40. Where is Kyle? Where is the Backwoods Butcher? He is not even here, and we're one shy. If that some bitch doesn't show up and we're short by one to give away this 10 or 30K, um, he's the guy that wins all the time. That's why he's not here. He wants it to get bigger so he can win the next time it's a valid drawing. Can you send Kyle a message and see where the hell he is this morning? What? Oh, there it is. Coworker number four in with the qualifying. <laughs> Canadian Farmstead. Where's Kyle with his three accounts? This is unbelievable. Corey won't send him a message. Oh, do I? I need to send him a message. Guys, I'm going to keep talking here, but uh, I'm going to be looking at the screen, uh, typing away for old Kyle. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Corey made a made a, 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 a she noticed something yesterday and she just kind of she's like, hey, I've noticed something on TikTok. And I said, oh, yeah. And she's like, yes, I've noticed for a long time. For a long time, um, she didn't see any masks. No one wore masks in TikTok videos. Noticeably, nobody wore masks. She said in the last day, two days, last three days, videos are starting to pop up with people wearing masks. And she'll wonder, she's wondering, um, is, is it the start? Is it the start of the push to do the whole mass thing again. We're coming into the fall. We're coming into COVID season or cold and flu season or flu season or whatever you want to change the name to over the last years. Um, it's coming up. It's coming up. And K-Bonk says Corey should log in. She can win. She's already got her work computer out, man. This show is like second hat for her. She's got bigger fish to fry for sure. Um, and if she wants 30,000 Satoshis, you know what she does? She goes, hey, send me some lightning. <laughs> it's it's as simple as that for, uh, for my beautiful bride for sure. Uh, but anyway, she's noticing mass. And we're wondering if it's a intentional ramp up if it's a regional thing where people are actually starting to wear them or are uh, are we in for another um another go round with this uh authoritarian bullshit coming into the fall only time will tell only time will tell but it was a very astute observation from my 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 bride yesterday threw it at me i said i got to i got to mention that on the show and see if anybody else has noticed it. I haven't on any of my socials. I haven't really noticed any uh, any maskers coming on the on the videos. So keep an eye out, guys. Let me know what you see. If you're seeing it now or if you start seeing it in the future, that'd be an interesting correlation to watch as we drive into the end of August and into September. Um, Gingerbread Farm says, I wear a mask, but I, ton I haul tons of dusty rocks. Well, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, K-Bong says the network media is warp speed ads about staying up to date with the shots right now. Mm, okay. That makes sense. See, guys, I, I need you guys to help me uh, through this because I don't watch any of that shit. That was actually, um, that was actually one of my, uh, one of my ideas for a, a rando episode topic going forward would be just my 
my catching up on the news and being so confused that what <laughs> that kind of thing especially as we sing swing into the the ass clown circus <laughs> coming up soon anyway let's hit that item of the day and we do have enough uh entrance to give away this 30k today uh see who gets it and um what they're gonna do with it uh let's hit that item of the day quick though uh we have the crescent two-piece so we got two wrenches, six inches long. Each one is a four-in-one black oxide spline ratcheting. Uh, the link I have today is for the standard. They do come in metric also, but it's a ratcheting box wrench set. These things are phenomenal. I recommended them to Toolman Tim. Toolman Tim says he puts his hand on them almost daily, almost daily. If you're working, um, if you are working with a limited capacity to store things. If you're a mobile handyman, you're a mobile tech, you have a small toolbox, you uh, you just can't get uh, you can't get stuff done. Um, you don't have the big old toolbox, you can't carry all the tools you want. You got a grab and go bag for working on shit that isn't in your workshop. These things are invaluable. Um, tons of different tons of different styles. They're a 12 point ratcheting point, so you can get uh, I think it was eight eight different heads in it you can do square heads you can do around you know like all the different hex heads and uh and different bolts heads it also has four wrenches in each one so four wrenches per wrench two wrenches that's eight wrenches eight wrenches times eight different heads that'll fit i think it was eight might have been 12 eight times eight even you got 65 wrenches in two just like that I think that's efficiency and its finest. Their quality, their reverser ratcheting, so you don't even have to, uh, you don't have to, fl you flip the switch and you can go front, back, tighten, loosen. It's great. I love them. Um, I beat the shit out of them and I've only had to buy two. I've only had to buy two sets. One was uh, one was in the oil and gas and I, I dropped it in some sand, got sand in the gears, it tore up the gears and the, the reverse on that end of the wrench went out. I bought a whole new set. And I gave the ones that weren't the ones that had one end not working. I gave them to a new tech and said, Hey man, these aren't perfect, but you got six out of the eight. You got six out of the eight wrenches there. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. So uh Pickle P says, Where's the 10 millimeter? That's in the metric set, dude. That's in the metric set. Um uh yeah k-bong says ratchet is five degrees are my favorite 72 tooth yeah there are some crazy different wrenches uh but this crescent set it's uh right in the wheelhouse of affordability uh for somebody getting started or trying to put a, a tech pack together or trying to put like a uh i know when i've gotten some maintenance jobs in the past i've had to provide my own tools and toolbox and shit like that when you can buy eight wrenches for the price of two and it's priced reasonably and their quality um it's solid. It's solid. So uh, check them out. The Crescent two-piece. Crescent, good name and tools, too. Uh, the two-piece times six-inch, four-in-one black oxide spline ratcheting standard wrenches or metric wrenches. Review is in the, the video notes and the audio notes. And, uh, and uh, yes, Amazon link. You don't need wrenches, but you're shopping on Amazon today or this weekend. Find that general Amazon link. Click on it. Bookmark it and go there every time you want to shop on Amazon. That just gets you into our tracking. I don't know what you buy. I don't know who buys what. I do know what gets bought, but I don't know who buys what. We just get a little kickback on it, and I see the things that are popular so I can promote them more. I appreciate you using that link anytime you do. It's the small stuff that helps support this show. Talking about supporting this show, let's, uh, let's give away 10K. Not 10K, not 20K. 30k today uh entrants are closed we're at 59 minutes here let's uh let's spin this and uh, wrap it up again while i spin this be sure to check out lots uh lots to talk about last night with uh with drake it was a fantastic show you can find the link in all your pod feeds or on the site there's a blog post for it like there is every every episode of the show and now and now here we go. 30K giveaway. Around, around, around she goes. Who will win? Nobody knows. At least it won't be Backwoods Butcher. Oh, my God. 
Pickle Pete is going to be waving his pickle all around. Congratulations, Pickle Pete. I will uh, I will get a hold of you to get you your win. I guess it was worth getting up at 420. Now get your day started, get some shit done, and you'll enjoy those 30K Satoshis. Uh, guys, that's about it. Hey, if you could, if you could, if you're listening, head over and give a review on the podcast. I know you're all watching on the YouTube or Facebook or that. Uh, open your podcast player, find the Lots Project podcast or Lots to Talk About, whichever your favorite or both, and leave a five-star review. Leave a uh, comment review. I appreciate it. Share it with somebody you know. Um, I know that's in the standard close, and I'm going to do it now, but uh, might as well say it twice. But guys, it's Friday. Been a great week. Big changes coming. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of our favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Congratulations, Pickle Pete. Make it a great day. And we'll catch up with you guys on Monday. <laughs>